Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. That one's really hot. Oh my God. Jeez, I'm glad I wore pants. I gotta try and stomp these out. There's like fires that are about to start right next to these houses. I'm so sorry for everybody that lives in between Arnos Road and downtown Talent. All of those structures are gone. Every single one. Not a single. Oh, there's a house. Maybe that one made it. Wow, that one's really hot. Holy smokes. From Vice News, you're listening to Source Material. Unmarried, unfiltered. World events told through the recordings of those who lived it. So my name is Bo DeBay, and I live in Talent, Oregon. Talent's definitely like this kind of, I wouldn't say up and coming, but it's maybe the next best thing to Ashland. <laughs> Talent's kind of the smallest town in our valley. It's really sweet and cute and you know, you see the same people walking up and down the street every day. And, you know, and then you go up into the mountains in the summer for lakes and, you know, swimming and camping. And it's just a, it's a great place to live. Um, it truly is. You should come visit sometime. You know, I think any mountain town, especially in the West that thinks that they're safe from fire, that that's just a delusion. Ash and rubble. More than two million acres have been burned in fire storm. Thousands have been ordered to evacuate and a state of emergency was declared overnight. So the day that the fire started here was uh, Tuesday. Heavy winds and low humidity. I was at work, it was just a work day. Oregon is dealing with at least 35 active fires. Thousands My roommate Dave, he called me and he said the sheriff was just in the cul-de-sac on a loudspeaker telling people to evacuate. And I'm like, oh my God, really? Like, you know, I'm still in Ashland. And I said, well, grab some stuff for me. I gave him a short list of things to get for me, important documents and stuff like that. 
And, um, and then he left and he's like, you know, you can't get back into talent if they made all the roads one way out. Um, and there's tons of traffic and, you know, he was scared, I could tell. And then it became obvious that going back home to talent was not gonna happen. Like there was just no way. The fire started in Ashland near Bear Creek. And Bear Creek runs, you know, down the valley and flows into the Rogue River. So, you know, someone flipped a cigarette butt or something and they started this fire and it was really windy. The fire started right over there in that Ashland BMX park. It got into the trees and along the creek and it just traveled like crazy. You know, talent is like five miles from Ashland, but it probably got from where it started to talent within like an hour or two. Their home was saved, but strong winds took the fire towards the next two towns. The fire's furious northward progression right along Interstate So we went to Louisa's house. Louisa's my girlfriend. You know, we ate dinner. We were just sitting there and waiting and trying to find information and and that there, like, there wasn't much news coming out. People across the state of Oregon forced to flee as fire moves in. The high winds and heat making for a dangerous combination. You know, all that evening, you know, seven or eight adults in the house and we were all looking at Facebook. While this is happening, there seems to be quite a bit of misinformation or missing. We're also seeing misinformation on social media take the form of rumors. You know, like a, a lot of people kept saying, oh, Home Depot burned down, Home Depot burned down. The trailer park was on fire was one that, that I heard a few times, you know, everything, all of downtown burned down and what got burned. I don't think any of that was like intentionally spreading misinformation. People are posting that Antifa set the fires. OPB spoke with officials. You know, when you read things like, you know, a bus full of Antifa came down to start this fire, like you got to question some of that is probably not real. Absolutely no evidence to support this, but it hasn't stopped people from setting up roadblocks around town. We basically were not believing anything that we saw on Facebook that night. And so it was like around, you know, 1030 or so, and people are going to sleep and everyone's asleep by 11 and I just can't sleep and I'm just sort of restless. And so I decided at 1130 at night to drive back home. I, I had told myself I would like park a couple miles away and walk in on the, the railroad tracks. So I get to the place where the road was blocked, but there was nobody there, like no humans, just cars with lights on and stuff. And so I just drove around it and drove down the highway and kind of came in the back way to my neighborhood. Yeah, there was like the glowing red clouds that were smoke. Um, you could see it from everywhere in the valley. It was just, it was the only thing. <laughs> you know, like my reasons for going in were purely selfish and you know, I wanted to find out if my house was okay. That's all I cared about. Yeah, just that 
that deep desire of wanting to know. Like we all have it, right? When I got out of my car at my house, I could hear it. The cracking, and you could hear tires exploding. And the wind was howling. Oh man. The fire was like a, just an absolute inferno. Every once in a while, I hear these big explosions they are. And I thought, wow, there's all these people who don't know what's going on. They don't know if their home has been burned. Propane tanks or tires. You know, I could see hundreds of homes Probably that were burned, like that. but it was like hard to believe myself. It was so surreal. So I decided that I would um, do the Facebook Live as a way to get the information out and in a way that's believable gonna ride down Talent Avenue a little bit. And so I thought a bicycle would be a good option. See what I can see. Ooh, that is hot, hot, hot. Oh my God. I can feel it. Feel it across the street. Right now I'm, I'm right next to Chuck Roberts Park. These are the houses across the street from Chuck Roberts. God, it's so sad. These are brand new houses they just put in in the last couple of years. So like Talent's kind of like this long skinny town in a way that parallels the highway and parallels Bear Creek. It's all, you know, running up and down the valley. So I'm on Talent Avenue, which is everything on the right side of Talent Avenue is burning. And everything on the left is not burning. It's all okay. It's amazing how it's just on the one side of Talon Avenue out here. Talon Avenue was like this fire break. Dog groomers is untouched. Everything on the other side of the street is gone. Oh, so windy. This fire, like it spread from the wind. Oh my God, it's so windy. It was so windy that, you know, it jumped over a five-lane highway. And it jumped over parking lots and it, it, it would burn buildings that had, you know, no vegetation anywhere near them. And as I rode along, I would see embers and every once in a while they would land over on the west side of town Avenue. Oh man, there's a lot of embers falling down into this other side of the street right now. And there's the, you know, the bark mulch that's in everybody's yards. And the little embers would land in it. In this seriously raining fire. And then it would come up against a bush in someone's yard and it would light on fire. I gotta try and stomp these out. There's like fires that are about to start right next to these houses. Like, look at this. This is right here next to this house. Holy shit, this is gonna like start this fucking house on fire right here. I would see these little things and I would go over and, you know, with my tennis shoes, just, um, you know, stir it up and try and get the fire out. Yeah, I can get this out. 
Huh. I don't know if it it's kinda working. if it saved the house or not, but it, it felt like I had to do something. I mean, you know, it's working for now. Oh my god, I can hear someone's smoke alarm going off inside their house. It's kind of ironic. While I was videoing or doing the live, even though there weren't that many people watching, they would be asking questions like, well, what about this address? Is it okay? And what about this neighborhood? My friend lives there. Everybody has questions about their house or whatever. If it's nearby here, I'm happy to answer them if I can. And I would ride to wherever, you know, to go check it out. Like, is my house in Cameron Springs neighborhood okay? And so I would ride over to Cameron huh. Springs. And That's probably okay. I don't know. Let me run down there. It's only a little bit away from here. It's like a block or two. 704. If it's across the street from 704, it's on fire. I think 709 Talon Avenue is gone. Sorry, Julian. Sorry, man. Um, that whole night, I have to say, it, it was like I felt called to service. Like I, I didn't make the choice to go do these rides. It was like it just had, to, it was like it just had to be done. Hey, Maya. Where I'm at, the air doesn't really smell bad. It's kind of amazing. Like it's all clear over here. I can see the stars. Boy, it really is a ghost town. And I was the only one there. Like I saw one other civilian in talent. Everyone else were firefighters and police. I'm on the corner of uh, Arnos and Talent Avenue looking towards Highway 99. I've heard somebody yelling down here. Go see. Hey. Is that you yelling? No. Uh, <laughs> the guy I saw lives around the corner from me, and I'm pretty sure he was drunk. <laughs> Somebody's water heater steaming out the top. Flying embers are pretty bad, Blaine. That's what carries the fire from one place to another. Okay, so on my way back from downtown, and I'm on the video, and everything on the left is on fire at this point. Everything on the right is okay. Everything across the street is... But then I come across this address, pretty much burned to the and it's this cute little greenhouse, and it's not on fire. Talon Avenue, okay so far, going over Wagner Creek right now. I'm like, oh my gosh, like it's, how is that even possible? There's active fire all around it. <laughs> and so on my video, I said, oh, whoever lives at Talent Avenue, uh, your house is okay, but I'm sorry to say it probably won't be for long. Everything from here to Highway 99 is on fire. Wow. It is really kind of hard to believe what is happening here in Talent. Maybe this is a good place to sign off. Love you too, Blaine. All right, this is Bo. 
Looking towards downtown talent right there. Signing off. I finished my ride and I posted it and made it public. And then the text messages just started like pouring in. You know, is my house okay? This is my address. And a lot of the answers I gave were that your house is just burned down. I don't know how to, how like doctors do that, where they have to maybe give bad news. There was one person, her first name is Kimberly, and she just said, Bo, hi, thanks for what you did. I'm assuming my house burned down. Wondering though, hope you're not getting inundated with questions. Thanks again. I responded and I said, it's okay to ask questions. I didn't see the fire cross over Talent Avenue anywhere. All homes on Arnos between 99 and Talent Avenue are burned to the ground. I'm so sorry. Okay, thank you. It's weird to think it's all gone. I had a simple place, but loved my sacred items. Just got a new juicer and wasn't here to grab my laptop or important papers. Pretty little patio garden. A lot of people shared like really intimate parts of their lives with me that night. It was a, it was a lot to hold. There's just something, you know, about a disaster. I think that, you know, we let our guard down. We kind of bear our soul in a way. And, um, and to be witnessed is we all want that. We all need that in some level. It was, um, you know, nearly impossible to get back into talent those few days, especially. And somehow I was able to get back in. <laughs> I did tell a little fib once to get past one of the, the roadblock people. <laughs> Just a little bit. It's not usually who I am, but I felt like it was okay. So things were still burning. And this was like, you know, probably 18 or 20 hours later. You know, there was pretty much nobody in town still. And I did another video. Hello, everyone. Bo here again, starting off uh, the day after video. Taking on this bike ride again, downtown Avenue. Went downtown and... Um, there were still fires. The heat coming out of here still. It's just amazing. You could still feel the heat from things. There were still smoldering smoke piles. The destruction is just unimaginable. Never seen anything like this. It was like a movie scene. Like, it didn't seem real. Whew. God, I'm so sorry. Wow. I don't know if you all can see this. I'm gonna get off my bike and get a little closer. But everything out here is basically in a grayscale. It's black or it's white or somewhere in between. Oh man, it's really stinky. I gotta get out of here. The smells were really strong and pretty bad. 
the gas lines, the natural gas lines, some of them were on fire, like just blowing natural gas flames out of the rubble. Power lines down. I mean, look at that. Power pole is just burned in half, being held up by the wires. There was like melted puddles of metal. Melted aluminum from like car wheels and car engine blocks that were made out of aluminum. You can still feel the heat coming off of these houses. Oh my gosh, I remember this one thing I saw was like somebody's weight bench. The barbell was up on this rack and it had weights on it and the, the bar was like, you know, a frowny face. It just didn't feel like talent. There's a fire burning there. I can see the flames. Oh my God, there's a... Gosh, there was this one part in that video where I think I said something like, I can't even... Boy, there's, um... I don't even know if I want to, like, show some of this stuff on this video. Because there was some, like, things that were shocking to me. Um, one of them was, uh, there was an animal that was, like, you know, burned. I tried not to show it because I just felt like, I don't know. There was parts of me that wondered if it was okay to be filming all of it. You know, like the people hadn't even gotten to see their houses yet, and here I am broadcasting their disaster all over. People are asking if my house is safe. It is. My house survived, and uh, right now I'm directly across the street from Chuck. But I, I turned it around, and I thought to myself, well, if I were out there... I would want to know. No and if this is how I find out, like, like then that's, a, I would rather know publicly than still be in wonder. See if I can identify it. This is the little house that survived last night. Everything around it burned. Sounds like they're home with a generator. Talent Avenue. You made it. So, let's see. Um, my name's Rachel Trager, and I live right in the center of town. I first got a message about Bo's video at 2 a.m., the night of the fire. I had all these messages from multiple friends. There were like at least three or four people who had messaged me, and they said, Rachel, wake up. Rachel, you got to see this video. Your house is in it. There, I just saw a video on Facebook, and your house is still standing. And it's okay. Like, it's a live video. you got to watch it. They even said your address. And... Rachel gets on Facebook. I couldn't go back to sleep, and so I, I watched the video. Two in Talon Avenue. Okay so far. Going over Wagner Creek right now. There was our house. I couldn't even believe it. And I thought that I would just let my husband, Ben, sleep because he was sleeping and I hate to wake people up when they're sleeping. I feel like they really need it, you know? 
And then about five minutes later, I I realized, oh, I should probably let him know. He'd probably want to know that our house is still standing. So I woke him up and I told him. And Her and her partner, Ben, are watching the video and they're like, oh my God, that's our house. He hopped right out of bed and said, I have to go. I got to go get my dad. We have to go there. And um, so, so Ben grabs his dad and they go in. Since we were at his parents' house, he ran downstairs and woke his dad up and they got geared up to go. Um, it wasn't easy getting there. They drove through some cones and um, he said there wasn't anyone around except for a few uh, fire trucks. It felt pretty scary because there were still a lot of things that were burning. And they got to our house at 4.40 in the morning. A lot of things were on fire. Um, the neighborhood across the creek from us was, was glowing. The house on the other side of us was still glowing. It was dark still. So it looks rather dramatic in the dark. Their house is still okay. But there's, like, the fences on fire. The fence on that side was burning. There were a lot of flames. Um, that fence is connected to the carport, which is connected to our house. They had an axe and they had shovels, and they just got to work and started pulling the boards off the fence and tearing the fence down. And there's some little fires in their yard. And, and then our yard was full of hot, red-hot coals. So they found some buckets and they started hauling water from the creek. They're able to like knock down the fence and protect their house. And, um, and it's the only house on that side of the road that survived. Yeah, everything, everything burned. There aren't any other houses on our side of the street. For close to a mile, everything is gone to the ground, rubble. We don't really know if if that fence would have caught the rest of the house on fire. I'm really glad that they got here when they did. I really don't know what would have happened. It was nice to get people's like information out, but to have that kind of like tangible thing, um, it changed everything for me in a way. That was like a turning point that like, oh my God, this was like so important. I did notice um, for like the, a couple of weeks afterwards, like I was kind of extra alert for things to um, videotape. You know, like there was like a car accident that I went by on the freeway and I was like, oh, I should record that. But then I realized that's, that's silly. I should just keep going. <laughs> Yeah, I would say if you're in a situation and you're not sure if you should record it, that uh, to go ahead and record it. You can always delete it later. <laughs> you never know what you might capture.
Source Material is a multimedia project. Go to Vice's YouTube page to see our Source Material video series, directed by Yin Bell. Source Material is primarily made with the help of those who lived these events. The podcast is produced by Nicole Kelly and Peter Langstanton, and edited by Kate Osborne. Our associate producer is Stephanie Brown. Original score and sound design by Steve Bone and Kyle Murdoch. Janet Lee is senior production manager for Vice Audio. If you dig this, please subscribe, share, and leave a review. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.